On today's episode of Titus and Tate, we will be talking to two-time Tate, two-time, not one-time, two-time national champion, Mikhail Bridges, uh, formerly of the Villanova Wildcats, currently of the Phoenix Suns. He stopped by. We, we asked him the important questions such as, are you better than Jalen Brunson? And did Jalen mm-hmm. Brunson deserve to win national player of the year over you? And mm-hmm. uh, who, who does Coach Wright think was better, you or Jalen Brunson? You know, the, the most important questions in the world. Yeah, and also, uh, why did you not want to stay with the 76ers? Did, did you not want to stay in Philly forever? <laughs> Let's talk about Phoenix. Is Phoenix fun? Uh, yeah, a lot of that we get into with Mikel Bridges, and then also on the show, we have a special surprise at the end. Uh, we won't announce at the top of the show, but mm-hmm. we're very excited about a, a special Hopefully. Show. We're going we're gonna to try it. We're going to see if it works, but uh, Tate and I have a plan to uh, <laughs> Yes, yeah, we always have a plan. That's the, we don't know if it's going to work, but like you know, we're hoping that this is a preamble to good things. Yeah. Um, and we also have to do another other top five list because the people on the internet mark titus they love these top five lists i mean do they oh they love it this is what they want (laughs) they just want they want more lists in their face they they want to agree with those lists uh unequivocally so um so it's been fun they need they need the people on the internet uh love the low effort memes the the picture where you're like here's here's a picture of like 12 things or or you do like here's a picture of of four things and three got to go or, or, or that whole move, the, the three got to go move the uh, sit one, start one, mm-hmm. cut one, mm-hmm. um, all that, mm-hmm. the, the low effort stuff. Um, mm-hmm. we, we should, we should make some of those. Yeah. Get, get the engagements up, get the, uh, <laughs> who would have thought $15 budgets would end up $15 uh, budget. ruining yeah. the internet. Yeah, exactly. Who would have thought, uh, but yeah, yeah that's 15, where we are. <laughs> I love that. I, I at least love that the internet seems to have moved on from drinking games because, uh, mm. that was a pet peeve of mine. The era of like, Ooh, fun drinking game. Every time this, this, or this happens, take a sh- that drinking games drive me nuts. I hate drinking games. My, my mm. drinking game is always, if you want to take a drink, take a drink. If you don't, don't. <laughs> so, I don't know. I've never once been at a party where someone's been like, let's play this drinking game. And then more than five minutes in, everyone is still playing it. Like everyone's just like, no, nah, this is stupid. I'm just going to, I'm just going to get shit faced on my own. I don't need, well, I don't need rules to tell me how to get shit faced. <laughs> there's a time and place. And also you get past that point and you're like, if you're still like fiending for games to get there, you're like, all right, buddy, just, yeah, this, uh, this is just drink the beer. Just uh, drink the beer. Uh, we are doing, as you said, a, a top five list. We're doing. Uh, we're going to draft fantasy teams based on um, th- this premise that that I thought of. Of uh, there are there are six power conferences, right, Tate? And yes. um, we could do a starting five and a coach, where you can only pick one guy from each conference, and uh, it, the math checks out because that would be six people you're drafting with the six power conferences. There would be one from each. Con- yep, checks out. So uh, that's what we're going to do today. We're going to do that. We're going to talk to Mikhail Bridges. We are as you said, going to try to pull off uh, uh, a dastardly surprise at the end. Hopefully it works. Um, and we're going to do our best to make sure all of that happens. But first, Woody Durham. He takes the timeout. Technical foul. Technical foul. Technical foul. All right, it is Thursday afternoon, uh, four weeks, almost exactly four weeks, almost mm-hmm. to the minute of uh, the the start of quarantine, Tate. The, uh, Chris Mack is on day, what, eight of his, his self-quarantine? But <laughs> the rest of us right now, yes, yes. <laughs> you showed me that. You sent me the tweet that uh, Chris Mack, it was yesterday, right? He tweeted like day seven mm-hmm. of, of self-isolation. <laughs> what the hell? The rest it, of the it was like it was like a whole thing of stakes, you know what I mean? And yeah. it was just like day seven of quarantine. And that was one of those times where 
it, it was one a flex to show like look at this grilled meat that i that i'm cooking up you know stun on these people and then the second part of that was like day seven like <laughs> it's like maybe just keep that to yourself just feel like I'm, I'm in this you know because our quarantine like you said it started on friday the 13th my birthday march 13th yeah. it's been four weeks mm-hmm. uh, all the way that was bad luck on friday the 13th for the world four four weeks ago the big east was still playing as the as everyone else was like eh, i don't i don't know about this and then all mm-hmm. eyes were on big east big east was bringing back the old big east mentality of, of just tough tough it out be a tough guy <laughs> someone finally got in their ear and was like, yeah, this is, this is not a great idea. We should probably uh, call these games. So yeah, it's been weird. A weird four weeks. It feels like much longer. It feels like four years. Uh, we, we have transitioned into the mustache phase of the quarantine for me. Um, I'm now rocking a mustache. I have no idea why. I just kind of did it. I just instinctively shaved off my beard and have a mustache and I have no explanation whatsoever. I'm not trying to be funny. I don't think it looks good. It just kind of happened. And uh, that's where we're at. That's where we've arrived with this quarantine is, is my brain has just melted into putty and I am just operating on instinct at this point. So, uh, yeah. How are you so doing, Tate? <laughs> I'm doing great. I will say this. I mean, I think it's, it's a, one of those times where if you don't have a dog in your life, you know what I mean? And you're just at home by yourself, like maybe get an animal. Like I'm sure Moses is there and Moses probably mm-hmm. likes the mustache. And he's like, look at this. Like, you know, dad's switching it up on us. Like, I, like, I like the move. You know, but it, but it, but if you were by yourself at home, like without Moses, and you just started shaving your faces different, like I would have to say, it's a cry for help. <laughs> it's a like, cry for help. Yeah, it's, it's like I've seen a lot of like one of my cousins, uh, who, who's a very sweet, loving girl. You know, she cut her hair and has bangs now. She's oh, all God. upset about it. You know, and it's like in this time, people are just sort of you know trying to figure out what to do, and sometimes it's uh, you know, like you said, having a mustache. She I think it, it looks great. She did it herself. She just cut her own hair. Yeah, exactly. Not a, not a good idea. Is that what you're doing? How are you? What are you doing for hair? You just growing it out? It's just gonna are we be getting a, the fro. A, yeah, we're getting the fro. Yeah, the fro <laughs> oh, is coming right now. It's slicked down because uh, I just took a shower. But yeah, it's on the way, and I apologize in advance. No, it's not uh, gonna be good. The, the people, the people love the fro. Um, all right, we we got to talk uh, uh, about this this ultimate fan bracket thing because the <laughs> results just ended Tate uh, mm. of the first round. We have some upsets. Lehigh beat Duke. I don't know why. Wow. I don't know. Wow. How, I don't know why I'm even slightly surprised. I guess I, I never thought Duke was going to win because I knew at some point the haters were going to outnumber the, the Duke lovers. Mm-hmm. Um, but to do it right out of the gate is is hilarious. Uh, also hilarious. UMBC beats Virginia, um, which I guess we should have seen coming. I just I, I don't know. I, I maybe Virginia fans are just like over the whole thing. They're just like we don't care. We, we're not voting on that stupid thing. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe it is a case of like all, everyone just trolled the hell out of the thing. That's pretty funny. Uh, Dayton beat Iowa. I found that surprising. I had Iowa in my final four. I thought for sure Iowa fans would uh, get fired up, especially like I think we're done completely with the National Player of the Year awards, right? And yes. and Obi Toppin won all of them. Five, but he was yeah. five for six. Yes. Yeah, five for six. Yeah, yeah. yeah which is a you know a, a typical Obi Toppin percentage there, going five for six from from the field. Um, I thought Iowa fans would show out. They kind of did. It was it was a close race, but Dayton won that one. And then the other two I wrote down, Florida State beats Memphis, which was shocking mm-hmm. to me. What the hell is Chris Vernon doing down there? Mm-hmm. I, I blame him. Nothing, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. And Murray State beat Arizona, uh, which has our, bo- has our boy Wild Bags in a tizzy. He is, he is not happy about these results. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. The thing that I learned about the, the first round from the Ultimate Fan Bracket is, one, like you said, the trolls are able to, to make their voices heard you know, very early with Lehigh. And even though I think Lehigh you know, pushed this out more than Duke did, Duke, like, like we talked about, they did what we, we thought could be possible. They were above this. They thought that this was too beneath them for whatever reason. So they just took their ball and went home. No one likes that. That's a sore loser. So they get the upset. They deserve it. UMBC, they thrive on Twitter. 
So I feel like that's a that's an unfair battle for UVA fans who have probably gotten rid of Twitter after you know the UMBC game. They're like, I'm I'm over this. I'm yeah. I've, I've seen enough hate in my life. I'm I love Tony <laughs> Bennett. I'm done. Like throw this away. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't I, I can sort of understand uh, that loss. I think Florida State they're fired up. You know, I mean, they won the national championship. They won the ACC tournament. They won the ACC regular season. They're three for three. They they're trying ACC. to try. They're trying to go four for four. <laughs> they won the um, national championship. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, and like, so of course they're going to show out. And I expected them to upset the <laughs> Memphis Tigers. You know, even though Penny came out and did a great video to talk about the great Tigers fans, I hated that. I, hated I wanted to see, to see the Cal, the Calipari showdown. The Memphis. Uh, no disrespect to Florida <laughs> State, as you said. I, I love you speaking into existence. All the trophies that Florida State won. Um, <laughs> three for three yeah that's fantastic do we, do we have an update by by the way do you, do you have a national title update of simulations because there were a lot of simulations that uh uh took place this week since we last recorded because a lot of a lot of these simulations were going on the, the ncaa tournament schedule which would have had the title game be monday night mm-hmm. uh we recorded on monday our, our last show so then i guess there were a lot of people pumping out their results on monday night saying this is who our simulation had winning it all are there any that you would like to update the people because i have a few on my list if you don't we have one submission from a fan, Gabe. I uh, do not look, know his last name, but he did crunch the numbers. He ran the numbers, and he says after all the numbers were crunched, Kansas, mm-hmm. the Jayhawks, the number one team in the country, mm-hmm. would have won the national championship based on all the metrics that he put into his possible algorithm. I don't really know because I didn't really look Pomeroy. into it. It's Gabe Pomeroy. It's oh. Pomeroy's son. Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. So, <laughs> uh, so yes, he's right. Um, so that's all I have. Kansas Jayhawks yet again mm-hmm. getting another vote. But do, did you see something? I had, yeah, because you've been doing the the same sort of thing that happened with the Pac-12 update is happening with this, where it's like your corner, but then Mm -hmm. my friends that listen to our show will text me about it, and then I now have have all the information because like... See, my friends, they don't listen to the show. They have no idea. They're they're just mad at me for recording right now. They're just like, turn it down. Please shut up. My my friends have heard me talk shit about so many of my friends behind their back on the show. They've heard about <laughs> it that they now all listen just to make sure I'm not talking shit, which is a genius move Deep on my blur. part, I must say, to get everyone to uh to listen to the show. But what happens now is like they'll text me and say, "Hey, send this to Tate. I I saw this simulation. Hey, send this one to." <laughs> I'm like, cool. So I just made a couple notes. Uh, there's apparently a 538 simulation that uh, oh, I did see this declared Michigan State the champion. So congratulations, Spartans. Um, you are national champions. Uh, sports line, whatever the hell that is. I think is that affiliated with CBS? Is that the CBS sports line? Wasn't that a thing? Or is this I don't know. Sports line was we talked about it uh whatever time I did the first one. They had their prediction and it wasn't their prediction Kansas? What was sports line? Well, sports line went to Dayton. Yeah. Dayton. That's right. That was we already talked about it. Yeah. No, we just talked about we talked about sports line, but we also were like, are we sure sports line exists? Because uh they picked Dayton. We're like like I just said, Sportsline says Dayton. You're like, I'm not sure about Sportsline. So again, the, the jury is still out on Sportsline. Mm-hmm. So they have Dayton. Okay, who else? Yeah, uh, th- this one is from PackPride.com. It says NC State is the <laughs> – I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I made that one up. <laughs> they did it. Uh, uh, someone – apparently there was like a Twitter thing going on where people – like some Twitter account, which which is where we've arrived with all this. Is like, I don't even know the Twitter account. I don't know who the hell's running the Twitter account. I just – one of my buddies sent me a link to a Twitter account um, mm-hmm. and said Louisville won something on Twitter. But then someone else, another friend of mine, sent me something uh, that said uh, Michigan State won another Twitter simulation where they beat Arizona State in the title game. So 
I don't know. Pick, pick which one of those four sound the best to you, and let's roll with that. And that's uh, that's your update there, your national title update of our theoretical champion. Uh, honestly, in a world where we almost have to envision anything that is reality to kind of stimulate your mind, the thought of Bobby Hurley going against Tom Izzo <laughs> in a national championship game, especially you know Mr. March going against Mr. December um, in April, that's uh, <laughs> that's something I would watch. <laughs> Mr. March versus Mr. December and April. Uh, that's fantastic. We should do that matchup has me thinking we should do like a, a best coaches under six feet tall list. That should be one of our starting mm. five lists that we do. Uh, one of these starting sports, five sports under team. six. Yeah. <laughs> starting five under six. Put that, the, put that out. Put the that best out. Short sports. coaches in college basketball. You have Mick Cronin, Eric Mick Musselman. Cronin. Mm. Yeah. Bobby, Bobby Hurley, Hurley, Dan Tom Hurley, Izzo, Dan Hurley. Yeah, Roy Williams. Probably, I guess that's probably the yeah. Roy is short. Yeah. Um, who else? <laughs> is, yeah. I guess they're all kind of short, right? Isn't that the point? Yeah. I think like five eight is not short though. Like five eight yeah. five nine is not short. That's that's tall. That's that's considered tall to you. Wow. I think in coaching, you in just, coach speak. In you coach just made speak. a lot of listeners very happy. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, it's fine. Um. All right. Uh, uh, that's that's uh, all right. There's your national title update. Anyway, the, the Fox Ultimate Fan Bracket it is still going on. Uh, the second round just started today. Today being Thursday, as I said, I I, I don't know. I always timestamp the pods just because people are listening at weird times, and um, I don't know. It gives you an idea of, of where we are, where where this, we're at, yes. where our minds at. Um, so the the second round has started. Some matchups of note include Gonzaga Syracuse. That's interesting. Ohio mm-hmm. State, Notre Dame, um, mm. a 7-2 matchup. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Ohio State came from behind against Louisville. Second half team. I knew we were. <laughs> uh, the one I have circled is Indiana-UCLA. I think the winner of this gets to declare themselves a blue blood. The loser it, – it's a loser leaves town match, Tate. The loser – your blue blood status is revoked. Uh, you have to win another national title to get it back. That's, that's my declaration here. I will say this. A lot of people were pointing to the fact that Indiana was a one seed and they were like, how is Indiana a one seed? And uh, I think the Indiana fans took a, took offense to that. Like we said, you have to almost rally the troops um, and they're voting hard and they're mm-hmm. voting fast. And I think the UCLA fans, they weren't expecting this. Like they're enjoying the Mick Cronin wave. They're having yeah. a good time. They're, they're obviously they're flattening the curve uh, out here in LA. So I don't know. Indiana fans are voting. It's been raining a little bit the last few days in LA. So I don't know how that's going to affect the vote for this like whether the mm-hmm. la people are going to be home now um <laughs> instead of <laughs> let's hope they're the UCLA fans now they're going to actually be home instead of like trying mm. to find ways to uh to I, I, was, I, I was at venice <laughs> the other day like I'm, I'm out walking moses and i just moved down here uh to by marina del rey and um i moved so i could be right by the beach and i could enjoy the beach this summer and i was like that's gonna be a great thing and i had that taken from me but uh Side note, I'm going to become a boat guy. We should talk about this on one of the podcasts. I've been walking around the marina and just seeing all these boats. And I'm, I know nothing about boats, but I, I think that's what's going to happen in this quarantine is I'm going to buy like <laughs> a million books on boats and become mm-hmm. a, a master sailor. When the reality is like the first time I go out on a boat, I'm going to get seasick and be like, the hell with this. I'm never doing this again. Uh, anyway, Indiana UCLA is a matchup. We have UMBC mm-hmm. Maryland. I find that one fascinating. The two Maryland schools. Can the UMBC run continue or do people just care because they were playing Virginia? Uh, and then the big one, Tate. North mm-hmm. Carolina versus NC State is happening in the second round. Your thoughts? I will say this. I already looked at the uh, what's going on so far with the vote. And North Carolina is doing well. And I will hmm. say this. NC State is not a second-half team. In fact, they are the opposite <laughs> of a second-half uh, university. So I think that they are a first-half team, uh, first-half university. And I thought they would come out hot. I don't know if the brackets got to NC State fans. I think after this, they will probably get the bracket. They will probably start voting. 
but right now, North Carolina's looking pretty good in that matchup. There you go. And I think uh, the the real upset that's going to come is Murray State. Murray State, I don't know what's going on there, but like you, like you said, Wild Bags is upset. Arizona's already out of this. Duke's yeah. already out of this. So those are two big programs, two blue bloods, you could say, um, that are out of the program. Or that, I'm worried that about Arizona. Right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm well, worried Arizona, about <laughs> at large. Whole, I'm worried about, yeah, yeah, Arizona overall. Yes, just the whole the whole scene at Arizona <laughs> right now is just. It's not a we, good time. We, 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 we need a PR. big cat. We, we need big cat rescue. We need to rescue the Wildcats. <laughs> Can we Carol Baskins? <laughs> come on, let's fix. Is it this. Carol? Ba- it's Carol Baskin, right? Not Baskins. Yeah. I know it's it's Baskin, like Baskin Robbins. Because uh, Joe Exotic call her, calls her Baskins. Right? <laughs> he he, he pluralized. Pl- uh, he makes her plural. Um, I don't know. Yeah, we we need her to to save Arizona because yeah, the, the bad PR just all around for Arizona right now. Losing to Murray it, State in this, the Sean Miller tapes. It's HBO. it's it's too reminiscent to the Buffalo season and yeah. yeah the HBO stuff Christian Dawkins and also I want to put on the opposite side of the coin uh, that's bad PR good PR BYU a team that mm-hmm. was a, a play in school they're a big cat Cougars they're, they're a big cat and they're yeah. doing great they're and doing uh, they're making yeah. some noise and honestly we shouldn't have doubted BYU I I in my bracket I doubted BYU and uh, if I was Michigan State I'd be a little worried that's mm-hmm. a tough matchup that's a All bad right, matchup well, well there you go uh at cbb on fox go vote on the second round um it's i again tate i feel like this is something mm-hmm. that most people listening to this are just kind of like yeah whatever like lukewarm interest but as this thing mm-hmm. progresses in your school your your school not being north carolina and i'm not talking to you i'm talking to the, the listeners now to the audience as, as the your world. school continues to progress i, mm-hmm. I have a feeling people are going to take this very very seriously once the elite eight hits and they're like okay now we have to win this that's my prediction so um, but I also predicted Iowa to, to, to go to the final four and they lost in the first round. So who the hell knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, go vote at CBB on Fox. The, the voting for the second round lasts until Monday, I believe. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Last until Monday. All right. Let's get into it, Tate. Let's do this. Uh, I texted you today. I had this idea um, because, yeah, th- these are the times we live in where we're doing all the lists. We did the, uh, our top five fictional basketball players. I left off Ivan Ranko, which upset a lot of Indiana people. I know Ivan Ranko, you might remember Tate, is the uh, fake guy that uh, the, the Eastern European guy that Bob Knight created to, to throw off uh, all these recruiting services that were just like mm-hmm. basically just follow the lead. They're, they're mm-hmm. human centipede situation <laughs> where they're just eating each other's own feces that's getting passed around. Mm-hmm. So Bob Knight decided I'm going to throw a fake player into the mix. And, and then like there were some recruiting people that were, were – listing Ivan Ranko as like a four-star, five-star guy. out of Yeah, like he was Rick Mount or something like yeah. that from Germany. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, I forgot about him. Uh, also, I, I said Neon. Evan Boudreau of Purdue messed me up to where now I say Neon Boudreau. I say Boudreau. And uh, uh, I was getting called out on that, that uh, Boudreau instead of – I was saying the wrong name, and I'm an idiot, and I blame Evan Boudreau of Purdue. So – Anyway, we've been doing these. We've been doing these lists. These <laughs> I was gonna say time. you're you're not an idiot. And to all the people that are coming back and clapping back, what I will say to this, and I've said this before on all of these lists, we are not saying these are objectively the top five. We are saying to us, to you, Mark Titus, to myself, Tate Frazier, these are our top five fictional basketball players. There are a lot of people, you know, why don't you have uh, Michael Jordan out of Space Jam? I was like, if you listen to the podcast, I explain why. I didn't count that. I didn't count Space Jam. I didn't count that game. I left it alone. Because Lola Bunny would Lola Bunny would be on my list, you know. Then you get people yelling at you like, "Oh, you don't have anyone on your list uh, that's a women's basketball player." I'm like, I would have had Lola Bunny, but I didn't have Looney Tunes included. So I need a lot of caveats. You bring up a great point. Uh, these li- the good thing about these lists is it it shows us who listens to the podcast and who doesn't. As it turns <laughs> yes. out, most people do not. Don't. I, I'm, I'm getting upset. I'm getting upset. <laughs> Nobody's listening to this. Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> the best. Uh, 
so so here's what's today. Uh, the the point of bringing up that list is to say that 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 this is quarantine content. This is what this is what everyone's doing. We're, yes. we're making the list. We're we're checking mm-hmm. it twice. Um, I'm not checking it. Let me just say that. I want people to know that. That's the other part. Tate, people are taking these lists very seriously. I'm not checking the list. Tate, you should you should uh you should just like if people are chirping at you on Twitter, just respond like I, I actually said that. I don't just just blame, <laughs> like blame it on the graphic. Like they tweet the graphic, just be like, I had him at number one. I don't know what's wrong. Like this graphic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Where's our the, yeah. where's our graphics guy? At graphic at graphics guy, please fix. Please if you listen to the pod, I actually did have Ivan Ranko at number one. I don't know what the hell happened. Dude. <laughs> They're, they're throwing me on the bus here. Uh, so today's conceit is um, we are doing a starting five all-time basketball players, um, college basketball players, uh, starting five plus a head coach, and you can only pick uh, one guy from each conference. So if, for example, you take Magic Johnson uh, as your point guard, you cannot then take uh, Bob Knight as your coach because that would be two Big Ten guys. So you have to figure out where you want to use your Pac-12 pick. Um and then the other caveat I want to say, Tate, I want to relay this ground rule. We are doing, we are following the ACC's lead where they concluded Syracuse and the ACC. And we are saying this is current schools that they play at. So, uh, yeah, Syracuse is the best example. Syracuse is ACC. I know that that make, I know that that's kind of stupid, but the reason I think we should do that is because it's easier to track um, instead of like trying to figure out like what conference was UConn in. That one during time. that period of time, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was Kimba yeah. in the American, or was he in the old Big East? He was the old Big East, right? But was he? Mm-hmm. But but then Shabazz was the American. Yeah, we just we're just like you know what the hell with it all. <laughs> Whatever conference you're in now, which actually UConn. <laughs> funny enough, I picked UConn. Is, is UConn Big East? They're Big East now, right? They're Big East. Yes. Exactly. So yeah, UConn's technically Big East. Uh, okay, cool. So those so, those are the ground rules. What? Yeah, and should we say should we list out what these schools are? The Power Six conferences, like what 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 yeah, yeah. are the Power Six in our yeah, mind? Because there's there, for, there's like eight ten fans that are like, hell yeah, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like, bang, I can't wait for that. VCU guys pack, are in this. Pack twelve lot. fans are crossing their fingers like, God, I hope we're one of the six. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, every single time. Uh, man, I was just thinking about all the guys that could be in there uh, from from VCU or Richmond or yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, ACC, Big East, SEC, Big Ten, Pac twelve. Big Twelve, there it is. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I think yeah, that I think yeah. well, the, the, the the Power Six. Um, thoughts and prayers to the American. You've been demoted, mm. uh, even though you won a national title your first year. Um, I don't know. You, pretty cool. Yeah, pretty you know, cool. You know, you know how it works. Uh, all right. So this, uh, you you want to go first? You want you want to get the first pick? Are we snaking okay. it? Are we going? Going back and forth. How do you want to do it? I think we should just go back and forth, and then as okay. we make our pick, we should you know check off the box of the conference that we have here, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. we'll we'll go back and forth. I'll give you the uh, advantage here. I'll let you go first. Um, go ahead. Take make your pick. You can pick coach. You can pick any player. Do do whatever you want. Okay. First pick for me uh, is a guy who ended up going number one in the draft, and some people say it may have been rigged because he was going back to his home state of New York, and that is the leader in blocks all time at Georgetown, the Hoyas, Patrick Ewing. Uh, I remember the 1982 title game, him blocking all the shots uh, to start the game, set the tone. Um, and Patrick Ewing is a, is a natural talent. I like him at center. Uh, I like him being the anchor for this team, for this uh, all-time power five, starting five. And uh, that's my number one pick, Pat Ewing. So you're uh, – okay, all right. You're taking so big, Patrick, so Patrick Ewing, the player, East. not the Patrick, coach. No, the, the, <laughs> the, the player and uh, check the box of old Big okay. East. So the Big East, the Big East is down. Let me let me see how I'm going to do this. That that changes my strategy. You took a center at number one. So, uh, okay, Mm. okay, 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 okay. Um, 
I have to take I I God damn. There's so many good college basketball players. That's what we're learning. <laughs> um, I was gonna make a center my number one pick, but I don't think I need to now. I like how old school basketball we are. We're both like, all right, let's get a big man in there. Yeah, let's set the tone for our team. I had I had centers as, as on my big board <laughs> at number one. Um, all right, so I'm Big East is. Also, yeah, I don't have to worry about you taking any Big East guy. Oh, mm. God, this is this is an interesting mm. thing. Okay, I'm going to take my number one pick has to be. Okay, so I'm going to take him at shooting guard, I think. So I'm going to take – I'm going to do uh, Anthony Davis at power Okay, forward. wow. I'm putting wow. Anthony Davis as my power forward. That's my SEC pick. I feel like the SEC uh, – the, the SEC is really good, actually. The SEC has a lot of good players. But Anthony Davis, um, most dominant one-and-done season of all time. Uh, a, a, lot of, uh, uh, a lot of love for Zion recently. Um, maybe not the flashiest in terms of his stats, uh, but he, he, he won everything there was to win. My, as more time passes, though, my favorite, one of my favorite college basketball trivia things, Tate, Anthony Davis lost two college basketball games. Do you know the head coaches of those two games? I do not. Please, please. As more time passes, it becomes funnier and funnier. The two head coaches he lost to were Tom Crean and Kevin Stallings. <laughs> yeah, so it was the Wofford shot. I knew. Yeah, Tom Crean. Okay. And yeah, then he wow. lost to Van- they lost to Vanderbilt in the SEC tournament. Those and, are the two we, teams that, he, that, that Anthony Davis lost to. And he should have lost John Henson, uh, you know, against the Roy mm-hmm. Williams. So it should have been three. We all remember that. All right. Mm-hmm. Now my number two pick, uh, it's going to be in the ACC. All right. So we have to own our board right now. We both taking big guys. So Anthony Davis, nine blocks in the title game. Uh, like you said, the, probably the best one and done because he got the title. Um, and then we got Pat Ewing on the board. My number yep. two pick, I'm going to stay on the block. I'm going to stay down low. Uh, in my opinion, one of the best, probably the best North Carolina player um, of all time. And that is from the ACC, James Worthy. Uh, from the 1982 title team. And that is my four or five combo down on the block. We got Worthy. We got Ewing. Uh, for everything that, you know, Pat Ewing couldn't do in the NBA as far as it getting over the hump, you got James Worthy. You got a finals MVP. Um, and you got a guy that's a leader also. So if he wants to defer, he can defer to another big guy. And James Worthy will set the tone. And uh, like, like I said, one of the best players uh, in prime time of all time, big game James. Those are my two guys. So you got James Worthy at power forward. Yes. Okay, and so. Pat Ewing at center. So Big East, ACC, check him off. Oh, dude, Anthony Davis is putting the clamps on James Worthy. No doubt in my mind. Oh my gosh. No, no doubt in my mind. Uh, the I, disrespect. I, I like where this is going. Okay. Um, shit, Roy. Oh, that's good. Uh, I got to get – okay. Okay, because I, I, I don't think there's a ton of talent in this conference. Um, <laughs> so I'm trying to I'm trying to get the the value pick here. Uh, I'm going with my second pick out of the Big Twelve. I'm going a small forward, Kevin Durant. Wow. And I don't I don't mean for this to be a one and done thing. I'm I really have a strategy here because like I but but I think yeah I got to go Kevin Durant at small forward. I, mm. I just think that Durant is so much better than. Basically, he's not the best Big Twelve player ever, but like I, he, he's, he's, I, I need him on my team, so I'm going Kevin mm-hmm. Grant at a mm-hmm. small forward here. But I, th- wow. I, God, I, I think I'm going to end up just doing like a whole one and done team. I don't want to, but Durant was. Uh, I, I don't. I, it's hard to get around like losing in the second round to USC. I think uh, mm-hmm. as as more time goes by, you, you want to talk about like revisiting legacies. Um, that's a tough one. DJ Augustine and Kevin Durant losing in the second round to it wasn't even like that good of a USC team, right? No. I forget was was it Taj Gibson? Was he the best player on the team? 
Mm-hmm. Was Nick Young on the team? I don't remember. Nick, Nick Young was on the Nick team. Young. Nick Young outplayed Kevin Durant in that game. Yeah. That was the that was the Nick Young moment. Yeah. Um, this is prior to Swaggy P's. Yeah. So, but I will say this: Kevin Durant was my Big Twelve pick. So I like the snake draft. So that we got Kevin Durant off my board. Yes. So we got some adjustments to go here. All right. We'll, we'll go ahead. You All got right. your you got your big guys down. Got my big guys down. I'm gonna go to small forward, and this is a so I'm trying to make a, a lineup that is basically has two bigs, and then everyone else can shoot threes around this lineup. Uh, and speaking of that, the best player in Big Ten history, in my opinion, Glenn Rice. Mmm, that hurts. Of the Michigan Wolverines. Uh, and Glenn Rice, for people that don't know, I think he ended up shooting 40 percent a career three point percentage in the NBA uh, the year that they won the title in 1989. He shot 47 percent from three. Um, he's obviously you know. All the records you can you can talk about with Glenn Rice, the points uh, in the tournament. I think he's first all time. I, actually, I know he's first all time. Um, big shots, um, and I could just see him being the perfect three for this team. You know, just spread yeah. the floor and hit big shots. So Glenn Rice, I had him circled. I was I was thinking about throwing him at shooting guard. Uh, that's a great pick. He he also was snubbed from our our list we did with Hummel best all time runs. Uh, scored the most points in NCAA tournament history in yes. one single NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, very, very – that's a good pick, Tate. Congratulations on that one. Okay, Way so to go, your, Glenn Rice. That's your Big Ten pick. So I need – okay, um, who could you take from me? All right, uh, I got shooting guard. I need, I need to figure out shooting guard. Mm. Do I want to go – okay, I'm going to lock in at shooting guard because I got I to gotta lock in my, uh, <laughs> my Big East pick here. I'm going to lock in – Okay, what do I want to do? God, mm. oh, this is so hard. I had I had an obvious mm. plan, and now say it, Jeremy Lamb. Say it, shooting guard, Jeremy Lamb. Okay, Jer- Jeremy Lamb. <laughs> okay, where is my coach coming from, dude? This is harder than I thought it would be. Uh, I'm going, I'm going. Um, it has to be done. I'm going Big East, Big East player, uh, shooting guard, Dwayne Wade. <laughs> wow. Marquette, big for Marquette. I, I thought think, you could go with I Ray think, Allen right there. That's what here's I, what my I new strategy is. I'm picking all like new age guys because mm-hmm. when they tweet the graphic out, it's just going to be a bunch of like 17 year olds that are tweeting, mm-hmm. and they're going to be like, "Damn, Ty just killed this one" because it's all people they've heard of. <laughs> and when you're getting Glenn Rice and James Worthy on your list, it's going to mm-hmm. be like, "What the hell is Tate smoking?" And uh, I think that's what it, I'm pandering to the younger crowd here. I think See, I'm, and I'm a part of the younger crowd, so I don't need to pander to them. I'm pandering to the older crowd. Like, if I, I want the QVC crowd. I want the <laughs> Golf Channel crowd. Like, I want those guys to look at my list and say, oh, my God, I remember Glenn Rice. What a run. What a run for that 89 Michigan team. What's Steve Fisher up to? Love Coach Fisher. Uh, you know, sending an email from an AOL account, all that sort of stuff. That's what I want. Um, all right, so there we go. We got we got it. We got our teams rolling. This has been fun. I'm glad that we actually had the right idea. Yeah, this is weird. I, what's getting in my head is like, do I care about what you're doing, or should I play? Do I play <laughs> defense or offense? You know what I mean? Because that was yeah. kind of a stupid thing for me to take a Big East guy when you've already used your Big East pick. Like mm-hmm. Dwayne Wade was going to be on the board, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know. I just had him staring at me in the face, and and I wanted to make sure I I I did that anyway. Go ahead. Wait, you got your shooting guard, Dwayne Wade, and you actually had me a little worried because you were going around the the map there, and I'm going to go west, and I'm going to go to the Pac-12, and I'm going to go to a shooting guard that led the UCLA Bruins to the 1985 NIT Championship, a man that isn't afraid to talk junk, a man that is also a great three-point shooter, and once they gave him the three-point line his last year at UCLA, he was a star. The 11th pick to the Indiana Pacers, you mm-hmm. know him, number 31, Reggie Miller at shooting guard on my team. I got Glenn Rice, I got Reggie Miller, That's I got two team. guys on the block, and we're just kicking the ball out, we're hitting threes, and we're spreading the floor. 
That's a that's a great team. Um, yeah, I I I don't like Dwayne Wade as my shooting guard anymore. <laughs> I need more shooting. Like Dwayne Wade. Well, I mean, you got slashers. You got slashers. Man, can I change Dwayne Wade to Steve Alford? <laughs> change, change to Ray Allen. Change to Ray Allen. Pander Ray, Ray Allen, Allen would be a good pick. There you go. No, you I got I got to stick with Dwayne Wade was was nasty. Uh, he's still good. I can you get gotta, can you get Novak? Can you get Steve Novak as a plus? I want to redo this. Let's just start over. I want to redo the draft. <laughs> I want Pete. I want I wanted Pistol Pete from the SEC. That's what I wanted. I don't know why mm. I I. God damn it. I've messed this up. <laughs> All right. Screw it. Um, <sighs> crap. Okay. Uh, I'm going. So what do you have left? Maybe I can mess you up. Uh, so I got, I got Glenn Rice, Reggie Miller, Patrick Ewing, James Worthy. So I got ACC, Big East, Big 10, Pac-12. You need Big 12 and you need uh, uh, who, SEC. What else you need? SEC, SEC, which I've already taken both of those. So it doesn't, at this point, it doesn't matter. Um, Who'd you take in the SEC? I took Anthony Davis. Oh, I got right. Anthony Davis okay. and Durant. Yeah. Yes. Okay. okay. So I'm taking I'm taking the guy who should have been number one in this whole draft. Mm-hmm. Um, Kareem. I'm taking Kareem at center. I'm just getting it out of the way. Mm-hmm. Kareem, uh, aka originally known as Lou Alcindor. Uh, sorry, I'm writing all this down because I'm an idiot and I'll forget. Um, Kareem, the best the best college basketball player of all time, most yeah. dominant college basketball player of all time. Uh, uh, en- enough said. Kareem is, is the obvious pick at center. He is going to eat Patrick Ewing's lunch. He's going to be fantastic. I love that you're, you're flopping back to going after the old heads. You're like, you know what? You're like, give me the old people too. Throw Kareem on the list. This is, this is like, I don't, I don't know how entertaining this is to listen to, but this is so entertaining in my own brain that like, I'm just, my brain, I, I haven't thought this much and worked this hard in a very long time, <laughs> in four weeks, as it turns out. In the entire quarantine, my brain has not had this much activity. <laughs> God, this is harder than I thought it would be. That's that's why we're doing the podcast. Yeah. All right, so, so there you go. You got Kareem. All right, so so can we just like, what are your four? Who are your four right okay, now? Okay, to, uh, to recap, neither one of us have point guards or coaches. Yes. You have Reggie Miller at shooting guard. I have Dwayne Wade. Yes. You have Glenn Rice at small forward. I have Kevin Durant. Yes. You have James Worthy at power forward. I have Anthony Davis, and you have Patrick Ewing at center, and I have Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Those are great teams. That's great. That's a great team. These are great teams. Uh, all right. So my final pick, I'm going to go to the SEC. You already mentioned him before. Um, and that is Pistol Pete Maravich, a man that made uh, the most free throws in the game. I like your team better than mine. Uh, 30 of 31 free throws, uh, Pistol Pete. And honestly, so here, here was what my plan was. My real original plan for this was to take Press Maravich in the SEC, mm-hmm. which means that I would get Press, which is Pistol was obviously going to come with his dad. Right. And I was going to get Press. Then I was going to get Pistol. And that was going to be my plus one. Um, but I obviously had to change. So I'm going to say Pistol Pete, my point guard, uh, the leader of the team, a man that averaged, I think, 44 points per game, uh, which is an NCAA record, obviously. I think he did that in 1969. Um, what a legend. Uh, shout out to Pistol Pete. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's my point guard. That's my you, have a great, you have a great old head team. Uh, the, old, the old people are going to love your team. I just <laughs> – yeah, I wanted Pete. I, I think I messed up. I think, my, I, think I wanted <laughs> – I wanted, I wanted a shooting guard. I wanted David Thompson at shooting guard as well. Ooh. I wanted I wanted my backcourt to be Pete Maravich and David Thompson, but then I started mm. fleshing out like, ah, God, dude, this was tough. Okay, you took Durant. Durant we, was we the should, one. Yeah. Should we do this draft every show until the quarantine hits? <laughs> <laughs> like we just redraft another team next show. Um, I know Durant was the one that like messed me up because mm. I was looking at the Big Twelve crop and I saw I saw Wilt Chamberlain, and mm. then after Wilt. It was Durant and like basically like my my big board for Big Twelve is Will Chamberlain, Kevin Durant, Michael Blake Beasley, Griffin, Griffin oh, oh, Trey Young, yeah, Buddy yeah, Heald. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. 
and I feel like it's Wilt, Durant, and then the rest, kind of. Like, Beasley was great. Blake Griffin was great, obviously. Trey, like, all these guys were great. But, like, Durant is on another level. And I knew I was going to take Kareem, so I didn't want Wilt. <laughs> Shit, dude, I'm an idiot. Uh, okay. My point guard, <laughs> my point guard I'm taking out of the ACC. It is, in my opinion, the best point guard of the last 50 years, we'll say. Certainly of my lifetime, the best college basketball point guard. His man is Jason. His name is Jason Williams. He currently goes mm-hmm. by Jay Will. Uh, Jay Will, um, I, he, he he was unbelievable. I think uh, the, the mm-hmm. people that that don't know the story, like kind of scratch your head and wonder why he's not, why his NBA career didn't pan out. The people who know know it's because of the the motorcycle thing. And if you watched him in college, um, we should I should ask Mikael Bridges about this. I think it's Jay Will and Mikael Bridges are the two guys that uh, are, are the perfect examples of like, I feel like they were the better player on the team, even though their teammate was national player of the year. Because mm-hmm. Shane Battier won national player of the year. Did Jay Will actually win national player of the year? No, the next year. Yeah, the next year. Yeah, the next year after. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's right, because he won national player of the year, but uh, Juan Dixon won ACC player of the year. Yeah. year in 02. Um, I think Jay Will is, is, for my money, as I said a million times, I think he's the best point. You can make an argument that he's the best point guard in college basketball history. Uh, Pistol Pete fans would would argue against that, but um, he's certainly one of the the top three or four, and he's the best that I've ever seen in my life. So uh, I'm happy with that pick out of the ACC. Jason. I like that. I like that top five. Yeah, Jason Williams deserves. We I feel like we're one of the few podcasts that give Jason Williams. Uh, yeah, we do. Yeah, we give him a lot of credit uh, because a lot of people like the the throw shade on those years, but he was unbelievable. Um, as you pointed out, all right, my last and final pick, the Big Twelve. I need a head coach. I need a leader of men. I need someone that can look uh, Reggie Miller in the eyes and say, you don't know shit about basketball. Doug Gottlieb. Oh. Is it Doug Gottlieb of Oklahoma <laughs> State, Tate? Did you do it? No. Do I would, if, if only. If only I had the bravado to do such a thing uh, and to put Pistol Pete through that. Um, I want to put Pistol, three, Pistol Pete through something worse, um, and that is being coached by Larry Brown. And, and not, just, <laughs> not just any Larry Brown. I want Big 12 Kansas Larry Brown, um, and that's why my Big 12 coach uh, and my final pick, the, the man that will lead these men um, either into championship success or a complete <laughs> breakdown, or maybe both. Um, he's done it before with the Pistons. Uh, Larry Brown uh, is my coach. He has always been my coach. He is pure basketball. He doesn't care about your ego. He doesn't care about your obligations. He cares about a ball mm. going through a basket, and that's all he's ever cared about. And uh, he's a blue blood coach for a blue blood team. And uh, Larry Brown, that's my pick. There you go. That's a great pick. I, th- I think Larry Brown is a great coach for for your team. Uh, very old school. Uh, yeah, I like your team. I like your team a lot. Um, my co- This is this is a disaster. I <laughs> fuck. I didn't even think about the, like the fit because I want to. <laughs> I mean, like obviously, I have the Big Ten left. Obviously, I want to okay. go Bob Knight. Um, okay. Now that I'm looking <laughs> the, the roster, like. Bob Knight with Anthony Davis and Kevin Durant, Dwayne Wade, like Kareem would love Knight. Even Kareem, I don't actually. Kareem wouldn't love Knight. Kareem played for John Wooden. They're the exact opposite. Kareem would hate Knight. Yes. I think Jay Will would like Knight. I think I think they would get along. I think he, you know, Kay and Knight are are yeah. He, he's team. kind of the Bobby Hurley claw, so he would love. You would love to Dude. Knight. Oh. oh no! Do it, Gene um, Katie. Do it, Gene Katie. So that means, like, I gotta go Izzo, right? Like, is it would Izzo? Izzo would be the guy for this team, right? But boy, I'm gonna get roasted if I go Izzo overnight. But Are we gotta, you? We, <sighs> if you're if if you're if you're trying to appease the kids, I think you go Izzo. If you're trying to appease, I'm not trying to appease the kids. I, I literally think like <laughs> so. Bob obviously, Knight. obviously, Bob Knight's the better coach. Uh, Bob Knight, uh, if 
I'm not is that not obvious to you? I, it's obvious that he's the better coach. Um, yeah. So let's say it on the on the podcast you say Izzo, but on the graphic you say Bob Knight. Yeah, if you're listening, you understand the dilemma. But I just like I'm thinking night night if if like we're really if we're really playing a game where your five are playing my five and the coaches are coaching my five are going to turn on the coach immediately like there's going to be a fight in mm. a timeout mm. or like mm. kevin durant's just going to shut down he's just going to be like i'm I, i'm ready for the mm. league give me the hell out of here mm-hmm. i think anthony davis is going to do the same like he's going to still be great but i don't think he's going to bob knight is not the answer it's got to be izzo I'm, I'm committing to it i'm just going to izzo okay respect to bob knight I'm going to get killed because everyone <laughs> misread what the, the whole point of the exercise is and think that I'm saying Tom Izzo is the best coach ever. Um, but I, 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 I botched that. I botched that big time. How, cra- I, how crazy is it that neither one of us has Coach K or Roy Williams or Dean yeah, Smith or Jim Valvano or well, anything like that? Roy's the big one because you could have taken Kansas Roy. You could have taken Big 12 Roy. I'm surprised you mm. didn't do that. That's where I thought mm. you were going. Um, no. But let me just say this. My team, we're going to have a lot of attitude. And uh, I, need, I need someone to nix the attitude. Like, and and I, need, I need a point person, which is James Worthy. And then I need someone to nix the rest of the attitude, which is Coach Brown. I went just dump a ton of talent out there and hope for the best. But then mm-hmm. my coach was like the the best example of like screw your talent. I'm not here to coach talent. I'm here for you to to fit my mold. Mm-hmm. Which I God, I really messed that up. But Tom Izzo saved the day. I think Tom Izzo's a good pick. <laughs> Tom Izzo would know how to coach those guys. I think I think we got a good squad. Uh, this was a fun exercise, Dade. I I I can't believe. Um, I I, I don't know. I I can't believe none of us took a. I don't know, like Magic Johnson. I thought he was going to mm. be a hot commodity mm-hmm. out of the Big Ten. But uh, but it's Price funny. Because, well, you you did it like I did, which was like I'm just going by position. So I had to go through like the ACC. Mm-hmm. For me, it was like, do I want Ralph Sampson to be my center or do I want James Worthy to be my power forward? Well, if James Worthy is my power forward, then my center is going to be Pat Ewing. You know, it's like all little puzzle pieces. I mean, someone – you could with the, with the guys you didn't pick, you could have Magic at point guard, uh, mm-hmm. Jordan at shooting guard, Will at center. Mm-hmm. My God. <laughs> we <read through> this. <laughs> Which, Danny Manning at power forward. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, like, yeah, like Battier a small forward, or <laughs> stuff like that. And yeah, yeah. that's nasty. That's, that's a pretty, it's pretty awesome. nasty team. Yeah, they would probably beat a lot of people uh, if you were, if, if Bush came to shove. Yeah, I think, and, and then like Wooden, John Wooden as your coach. That's a pretty good. T- <laughs> that's a pretty good thing. Yeah, no one took Wooden in the Pac-12 yet. This is good. Can I redo my? Okay, I got, I got to do my new team. Uh, 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 John Wooden as coach. Um. Magic at point guard, uh, Jordan at <laughs> shooting guard, yeah, Battier at small forward, Blake Griffin at power forward, <laughs> and Wilt Chamber. No, Blake can't be Blake in. Mm. Mm. This is stupid. What a dumb, what a dumb exercise. But uh, no, that was fun. Uh, send us tweet at Tate. Uh, I'm off Twitter for the time being, but tweet mm-hmm. at Tate the, what you think the best team you could actually form here is because uh, it's harder than you think. It really is because you got to like, yeah, you got to take all the conferences into accounts and players and don't and don't give me the bullshit like we should have said this at the top. We're playing guys at positions. This isn't positionless basketball. We're yes. we're we're staying yeah. true to form. We're not just throwing like. I'm not gonna pick the yeah. best five players that are all centers and be like, I want Bill yeah. Russell, Kareem, yeah, yeah, Will. Yeah. Yeah, that's not. That's or not the, the opposite of just like I want Magic and and Jay Will and <laughs> yeah and every great guard. Just, just throw a bunch yeah. of guards out there. Yeah, Jerry not, Lucas. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> those are some names that I wanted to throw out just like uh, just to see how ridiculous. You just go complete old school. You're like out of the Big Bob East. Cruz, out of the Big Cruz. East, I got George Mikan uh, from DePaul. <laughs> great center. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> A lot of George Mike and Slater on the podcast as of late. Um, 
All right, that's fun. So to recap, point guard for you, Pistol Pete, up against mm. Jay Will for me. Shooting guard for you is Reggie Miller. I had Dwayne Wade. Small forward for you is Glenn Rice. I had Kevin Durant. Power forward for you is James Worthy. I had Anthony Davis. Center is Patrick Ewing. I had Cream. And your coach is Larry Brown. My coach is Tom Izzo. Fun time, State. That was good. Um, if we could uh, get a video game, like two people that are actually like really skilled to like put that in, like to create those players, mm-hmm. play that game out, I would like to see that. Yeah, simulate that for us. All you guys, all you guys running the simulations, uh, get that, get five thirty eight to do something there, or Pomeroy, (laughs) somebody, somebody, simulate that for us. Um, All right, uh, enough about us, enough about this nonsense. Let's talk to Mikael Bridges. How does that sound? That sounds great. A two time national champion. This is our interview with the great Mikael Bridges. All right, joining us now is a two-time national champion. He is a man who was the best player on the 2018 national champion Villanova Wildcats. <laughs> and I want to start there, Mikel. We had Jalen Brunson on the show. Uh, how, how long ago was that, Tate? Like maybe a year ago? It's yeah, maybe. Let's point. say like 10, 12 months, something like that. Uh, and, and I confronted him straight out. Uh, for a little backstory, Mikhail, Tate and I were very much on the train that you were the best player on the team in 2018. And Jalen mm-hmm. getting all the awards was only because he was the point guard. Um, and we asked him straight up, we we're like, who was the better player? He kind of cowardly was doing the point guard thing where he's like, you know, Mikhail was really good, all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Will you please just say like you were better than him? That's all I've ever wanted is <laughs> someone within that team to be like, yo, everyone got it wrong. Mikhail mm-hmm. was actually the best player on the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jalen won. He won player of the year. You can't, you can't argue I know. that. You can't, <laughs> argue that. You, can't, you can't say the other person is better if he won all those awards. Like he swept though. Like he swept the awards. So like, only thing I could, only thing I give over him is the, um, the Big East tourney like uh, MVP. So I could just you know I could brag that. But yeah, then he oh, man. got my trophy. Then he's gonna come up with this this big behind uh, <laughs> Naismith trophy, and I'm like, ah, oh, you got it then. So man, this is a safe space, man. You can you can say anything you want. We'll back you up, dude. I I uh, <laughs> I fell in love with you when um your dunk against Gonzaga. Uh, can can you just like like do you remember doing I'm Chris Farley show like hey do you remember how cool that was uh that I re, it was one of those dunks like I remember where I was when when it happened um what was that like <laughs> so just dunk all over Gonzaga do you feel like that was like your announcement you were on the team in 2016 obviously a lot of people knew you but like you blew up in 2018 and that was early in the season I remember you just like absolutely destroyed Gonzaga. And then you dunked on their entire team. And then that was kind of like the moment where it was like, oh, this dude is like one of the best players in the country for real. Uh, I think that's maybe for – I think that for the, for the world, I guess, maybe. Because, mm-hmm. like, we don't play on ESPN. We were on Fox Sports. And, like, everybody – like, people that get – people watch Sports Center and all that stuff. So, like, all the teams are getting gassed up. We're in, like, Kansas, Oklahoma. So, you see, like, Devontae Graham, uh, Trey Young, all of them. Like, so you, and Duke, you know, all of them. So, they get gassed up the most. And us, like, we'll be number one in the country. And, you know, they maybe because sh- we're different, you know, we're with Fox. So they might just show one clip of us and then, like, that's it. So, like, I just think that game was on ESPN. So, like, everybody was tuned in and I had that game. So then everybody's now saying, like, oh, this and that and this and that. Which, like, I was playing really well before that. So, yeah. I mean, I didn't really – I didn't. I just didn't think too much about it. I just, like, uh, it was another game for us, like, another big game for us. So, like, you just – just go out there and every, all our games are televised. So like, it wasn't like, Oh, this is an ESPN game. Like, no, we play on Fox sports every night. Like this is another game for us that are really good teams. Y'all go out there and, you know, try to beat them. I want to bring up a big argument that's going on right now. Uh, and it's between the 2016 Villanova team and the 2018 Villanova team. I went to North Carolina. 
uh, I am, uh, you know, obviously going to say the 2016 team because they hurt my heart so much in Houston. And you were obviously at that game. But a lot of people are saying the 18 team is better. You were probably the better version of yourself, obviously, on the 18 team. Are, are you more biased for the 18 team than the 16 team? It's not being biased. It's just probably facts. <laughs> we just we just came off a uh, Zoom call. Like, I just hung up and came here. We were arguing and talking about the ratings and everything for it. So, um, mm. it's just – it's – I mean, we were the best. Like, we play. <laughs> we were easily, like, you know, we were easily – like, we not easily, but we'll beat them just because, like – like Josh was like the leading scorer that year, and Josh wasn't polished as he was his last year. So you're not giving Josh his his senior year Julius Irvin Award, Josh. Like that's not. But he was even though it wasn't that far off. Like, but when he was up top of his senior year, like he was, mm-hmm. you know, All American or anything. He wasn't like that his junior year. So if you want to compare mm-hmm. that, like if they had Josh from his senior year, then like all right, then we put even more of the debate. But like we just going by facts, man. We just going by stats. We going by you know, we, I mean, 16 was, was tough too. So it's like a, it's a tough combo. When, when in the 2018 season, did you realize you were winning the national title? Cause you guys had one of the most dominant NCAA tournament runs of all time. And it looked like you were, it looked like you guys won the title and you were almost like, all right, so who do we got next? Because <laughs> just like, you're like waiting for it to get hard and it never got hard. So at what point in the season, was it when the clocks hit zero against Michigan or were you guys just like going into the tournament? Like, now nah, we're good. We're going to win this thing. And, or was it even before I mean, then? Was it some? I mean, we had confidence always, but we weren't thinking like that. I think that's just how Villanova is. We don't like think about oh, winning a national championship. Just think about getting better. And uh, but as a player, I think the game that solidified where we kind of knew like, all right, like if we beat them, we're good. So I think once we had that game against West Virginia, we mm-hmm. felt like like okay, they just do did that to all of us. Like made us you know press and all that like. We, after that game, we felt like we could beat anybody, like, even more. Like, so I think that game right there solidified, like, all right, we beat them, and they were a tough team. You know, my teammate now, Javon Carter, you know, that was his last – that was his last college game. So, you know, I tease him about that. And um, so I think they were – that game made us – that was Sweet 16, I think? Yep. Yeah, So yeah. that game was, like, the game where I'm like, all right, like, we beat them boys. Now that's just, you know, go out there trying to win it all. Do you uh do you guys do you and Ty Jerome talk smack to the rest of the uh the Suns guys? Because the Suns, your roster is loaded with guys that were like had great college careers and were playing at a lot of blue bloods and all that. And you and Ty Jerome won national titles. Do you talk smack? I, I could see like Devin Booker and Frank Kaminsky both like getting super upset that you guys have you guys are national champions. <laughs> I mean, Ty, you know, Ty loves to talk his low his ring. But like every mm-hmm. time Ty has a ring, I'll just I'll sit there and yawn and be like, well, that's cute. Like you got one. <laughs> So I really, I'm, I'm not talking that much because if they say something, I can, I can look over and be like, what? And then yeah. say that. But <laughs> the conversation, though, like I even, I talk to my teammates now and like we used to talk about what teams will give us like, like what like tough teams like we probably lose to. And we said the two teams was Kentucky. Well, three teams actually. We say Kentucky. Uh, Frank's team, Wisconsin, and that Duke team. So all that same year, I said, them three is like, oh, my gosh. Not And Ty, they were really good, too, like their year. But I said, like, we – I mean, we were way confident like, we could beat them. But, mm-hmm. like, those three teams right there, like, especially that Wisconsin and uh, – especially that Kentucky team, I'll give you that straight up. That Kentucky team, like – But that's, that's got to be frustrating for Devin to know that 
I mean, in his mind, he's like, our team was so much better than you guys, but you won. You have two titles, and I have none. That's got to be super frustrating if I'm him. Yeah, I'm, if you want to go logistics, like, that's what people are going to do. They're going to go logistics, like, well, they want a title. But if you really are sitting there and, like, you really want to – if you're – like you say, if you put some money – if somebody puts some money on it, they ain't going to go with the logistics, like, oh, they didn't go win a championship. They're going to put yeah. the money on who they really think going to win. So – that's what they're going to say. You know, like, oh, Kentucky's not the best team. They didn't win championship. Everybody know that team right there was very different. So, Man. I was going to say they might put their money on NC State, right? The, that might be their pick. They might just be like, we'll go for the upset. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, low blow. Low <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Mikhail. I have to bring that up because I have to bring up something else, which is the 2016 game and the shot and the moment because that was a, that was an amazing moment. Chris Jenkins hits the shot. Did Chris Jenkins tell you guys – he was going to go to North Carolina that summer and work out with UNC and Nate Britt all summer after hitting that shot. Because that seems like the craziest thing I've ever heard of. I mean, him, they're brothers. Like, I know, they're, they're brothers. But still, I mean, he hits the game-winning shot in the national championship game, and then he's like, I'm going to play pickup all summer with everyone. I mean, that, that, that's an alpha move. Him, they let him there. So, like, <laughs> I was, Mikhail, you, were the, you were the first guy off the bench. Do you, uh, do you get credit for that, for being a better teammate? I, I told Jalen this. I said part of the reason I think you're better than him is that you were a better teammate. When Chris hit the shot, you thought it was in before anyone else. You were the first one to jump off the bench and run out onto the floor. Um, yeah. You're, yeah, you believed in your teammate. Right. The rest of them were waiting to see it go in. You were like, no, that's, that's it. You and, you and Coach Wright, you were the two. Mm-hmm. You were like, bang, that's in, 100%. <laughs> yeah, well, my assistant coach, Coach Ash, Ashley Howard, who's, who's, um, who's the head coach at LaSalle now, but he was, he was too, like, too confident. Like, like right after we came out that, that uh, timeout and we were all locking arms, like, on the bench, he was too confident. Like, he was like <laughs> – like, 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 we're not like this is not the championship game. This is like is not tied up. And they didn't just hit that three. Like he was just like sitting there, like, yeah, this we about to win right here, about to win right here. Like so, like straight up. And I'm like, oh, so now and I'm like sitting up straight, like okay, I got confidence as well, just like him. So right when they hand back Chris, I'm already like juiced off that energy, and I'm like setting up, getting ready to run. But I know having the most confidence in Chris though, like that's that's part of just knowing how good of a shooter Chris is and uh, mm-hmm. confidence from uh, our coaches and our, our teammates. And is it, is it true that you guys ran that play every single day in practice? Cause that, that was the, uh, that's become the story now that you guys every single day would run that play. 100%. It's, and it's against, it would be against defense and then, and then just five on no. Like towards mm-hmm. like the end of practice, but we never got that. We never got that play. We never hit that player. You brought up, uh, you brought up like confidence and in, in, in playing at Villanova and all that stuff. Like how I'm, I'm fascinated by the jump that you made. Uh, you're, you're, you're always a good player, and you always, you know, I, I don't mean to, to sell your first two years short, but um, how, how do you explain like you, you going from like a guy who is just like, like we said before, like people, if, if you're really plugged in, you know who you are, but like that last year, your last year, you were one of the best players in the country. And do you just explain it as like Josh left and, and you got more opportunity then, or was there something like with your mindset? Like how, how would, how do you describe like how you made that jump from, I mean, when you, when you got to Villanova, your first year, you were a 30% three point shooter. And by the time you left, you were shooting six threes a game and, and were hitting everything and averaging 18 a game and all that. Like, how do you describe, how, how do you explain how that happened? Um, I think probably the last game of my junior year, probably like the one of worst games I've ever played against Wisconsin. So like having that in effect and, you know, like it had to be better. And then just going to that summer, that's, 
that spring and summer just uh just working I guess just kind of just not trying to think too much about that past season and like that last game you know as a player as a person like that's that's like it, it could be in your head obviously and so I'll just try really to get it out of my head that's just working out and getting better so just working out like I said with my coaches and uh, other people um at Nova and just, you know, kept grinding, got invited to some camps and then um, played well there and just, you know, kept that boost. And then, like you said, when Josh left, it's just like next man up. That's how, you know, college, that's how Nova is. You're just like always the next man up and just, you know, being ready, being prepared and just making shots, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Making shots. You got to make shots. You always got to right. make shots. Uh, we also got to mention uh, after that, you win the national championship game. Everyone goes crazy. It's Villanova Nation. People were talking about that. Maybe you could have three-peat uh, unless you face that Wisconsin team and have, you know, like we call a bad matchup, right? There's a chance for a three-peat there. Then you get drafted by your hometown 76ers. And at this point, do you feel like your movie, your life is a movie? Like, are they just writing a script for you? Because it seems like you're hitting all the check marks at that point in the, in the Mikel Bridges journey. And you're six foot six like Jordan. I mean, it's like every single thing is, is, is marking off like what you want, right? Yeah, 100%. I mean, you're thinking like this one national championship, about to be a lottery pick, about to go back home. It's like, oh, gosh, like I'm just never leaving home. Like, I love it. Like, <laughs> So, and you, I mean, you guess like throwing a pre-draft and everything, you look at what teams were projected and like where you think. So you kind of talk to friends and everything. All right, we get drafted here. I might live here. If I get drafted here, I might live there. So yeah, you kind of picking out all that stuff. And Phoenix wasn't a team that like I talked to or anything, worked out nothing. So like I wasn't even thinking about that. So like once I heard that, it was kind of like a, like what? Like what do you, like what do you mean? Like. Like, what do you, what about Phoenix? Like, what about the Suns? Like, what about them? Like, no, they traded for you. I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm like, there's two bridges, like, you know, in this drive. Are you sure? Like, you got the right one. Like, they're like, no, that's wrong. But like, they're like, yeah. So kind of just, like I said, like, you, you got to be honest. Like, you're a human. Like, I was drafted 10, but you were thinking you were going to go home and then you get hit with that. Like, it was tough, obviously. Like, people are going to try to be like, you know, like tougher and be like, no, like, I didn't care, like, whatever. But, I cared. I wanted to be home. And then, um, mm-hmm. but came out here, met everybody, met the staff, met, came out here in the city and just, you know, fell in love. So yeah, I mean, it, it, I it appreciate been, praying for me too. So not only yeah, did you no, get traded, good. but like right as soon as it happened, everyone's shoving cameras in your face and they're like, Mikhail, you're probably really upset, huh? How upset are you? And you're like, man, get these damn cameras. You had to, <laughs> there had to been some part of you that's like, do I got to really act right now? And like, I just want to go, I just want to go away. I just want to go. <laughs> Take a certain process. It. Yeah. It was yeah. tough. Like Coach Wright even he talked to me after that and just said how how you handled everything was just like yeah. unbelievable. Like like people, I don't think how many people have been in that situation. Like you could look up yeah. the draft. I don't know how many people have been in that situation where like you've been home your whole life and got drafted mm-hmm. lotto to your home team and got traded before. Like, and I did the media. So like in the draft, mm-hmm. I did the whole Philly media. So like I sat there and I see everybody in the media that like I know from like from Nova, from high school. So, like, I yeah. see all these people, and I know everybody. You know, I'm really geeked, and then you just get hit with the news right after. <laughs> so it's just like, dang, like, you really got to take that in. And then yeah. uh, right after that, then you got cameras in your head. Now you're trying to, you're trying to process things <laughs> and trying to tell yourself to calm down. Mm-hmm. Then you got other people trying to force you to kind of, I don't know, like, maybe try to force you to say something wrong. So I was right. just like, just, like, at that point, you kind of just be a better... 
Yeah, and you don't you don't want Suns fans to be mad at you because like you're you know you're a little bummed out, but they're like, man, is it is it something we you know is this does he not like us? Like what you know that, that's that's just a weird situation. Uh, speaking of being like a Philly guy, can you walk us through um, who is Villanova's biggest rival? Because I, I feel like you're gonna say it's one of these Philly schools. You guys have you guys have positioned yourself as a program now where you dominate every Philadelphia school and you dominate every Big East school to where. I, I don't even know. I'm I'm told from from Villanova fans like I'm supposed to care about the Villanova Temple game or the Villanova St. Joe's or like Villanova's playing Xavier or like whatever. And you guys win every single time. Um, who who in your perspective like who was the team that you felt like was the biggest rival when you were there? All right, we could get to start with the Philly schools just because everybody want to say I guess maybe St. Joe's because like the Hulk and like okay you could. <laughs> I never lost. I never lost when I was there. My pressure, I didn't lose. You didn't lose. So I was 4 0. So, like, I don't, I don't get that comparison, but I'll say, like, in the Big East, like, there's a lot, like, Xavier, Butler, like, those, and Seton Hall, too. Like, those three teams right there, especially when you go to Xavier and stuff, like, I think I, did we, we probably lost, yeah, we lost one year. I remember I was there, we lost, but like, the crowd, it's a different, like, it's yep. a different atmosphere. And every time we kind of go in there, we're like, what, like top? We used, like, I was right. one a country one time, two in a country. Like, you just, so they're really, they got energy for sure. So it's crazy. <laughs> so it's Xavier. Well, yeah. So the answer is Xavier. I'll say, I'll say, I'll say Xavier. I'll I can, I'll say that I guess I'll say that no like, it's it, it's a weird it's a weird place to be in it's like you and Gonzaga doesn't really have a rival either I mean kind of St Mary's is but like you guys are so dominant I mean Kansas is that way in the Big Twelve but uh, mm-hmm. I don't know it's just weird it's it's weird being a guy on the outside world that I don't really have any affiliation with Villanova and I watch you guys play all the time and I'm like it's weird that like they don't really have a rival because you're so good that you beat everybody you play. <laughs> That there's never there's never a game where I'm like, oh, I gotta tune into this one because what if yeah. Villanova loses this one? It's just you know, you win every game except like at Butler. At Butler is like always the one that seems to trip, trip you guys They're up. Tough. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh my, you can never like. We lost the two years in a row when I was a junior and a senior. Yeah. We, yeah, and then we won when I was a sophomore, but like it was, it was like like this. And when I was a freshman, I registered Darren Hillier hit a game winning three. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you gotta I was, like I was there for that one. Yeah. 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 Crazy. Um all right, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about Chipotle. Um <laughs> I, I I I've never met a human being that eats a Chipotle more than I do. Um I I'm I'm obsessed and in preparing for this interview, I came across a headline that says Mikhail Bridges eats a Chipotle more than you do. And I took it as a personal attack. <laughs> and I was like, there's no way that's true. But then right before we got on the air, I, I said, you're a Chipotle guy, Helen. You said, I just ate there. And I was like, man. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got the got the bag right here. Like, <laughs> you got, have, Do you have the free card? You get the, the burrito, the free burrito, the, the thing they send to people? The, yeah, the yeah. It's a, for, it's, year, it's a year. So, um it's lovely. Trust me. It's lovely. It's Man, you, I got to get one. What do I got to do? I got to do. I got to do. I was talking to my agency to get oh. that for me for so long. And they're just like, you know, like, yeah, you just keep posting, like, you know, every time you go. And I'm just like, all right, like, I'm doing <laughs> it every day. So people are really going to see, like, the same post and thinking I'm just posting it just because. Like, I'm like, no, like, I eat there every day. If you want me to post my bowl every time, I'll do that. So I could 
Like people might think I just drive outside of Portland, like, take a picture, and just drive off. Like, yeah, no, I'm in there eating. Like, I take it <laughs> home. Like, I eat it every day. The other, the other guy I know that's obsessed in the NBA world is Danny Ainge. Have you ever, have you, has that ever been brought to your attention that Danny Ainge is a big uh, Chipotle guy? I think, I think after if you start doing the Chipotle that. thing more, you're gonna end up on the Celtics before you know it. Is what I'm telling you. So I don't know how you feel about that, but like one way or another. <laughs> Can't say that. Come on, I'm in Phoenix, man. Can't say it. Too much. I know. I'm, I'm, that's what I'm telling you. Be careful. If you don't, if you like Phoenix, <laughs> Danny Ainge is like, ooh, that's a guy. I could go to lunch with him every single day. I need to get him on my team. Um, yeah, I think he's a big Chipotle guy, but that's that's amazing. You got the you got the burrito card. I gotta I gotta figure out a way to get my hands on one. Yeah, we should say this is the first time that we've ever done a segment where people. We're gonna say, "Oh my God, that was so sponsored!" And it, there is no sponsorship no sponsor. here. We just all like Chipotle. We just love Chipotle. Yeah. <laughs> um, the la- last thing I wanted to ask you is, th- you won the uh, uh, you won the Julius Serving Award. You brought it up earlier that Josh won the Julius Serving Award. Uh, Sadiq won the Julius Serving Award this year. It's only been around for like six years. Uh, Julius Serving is a Philadelphia legend, and half the time, three of the last four years, Villanova guys have won it. Is 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 what what's going on here? Is this is this like why why does it keep going to a Philly guy? Does it mean does does winning the Julius Serving Award mean a lot to you as a Philly guy? Um, I don't know. I I'm, my my conspiracy stuff's going off here that like the Julius Serving family saying like keep it in Philly if we can help it. But at the same time, you guys are all like really good players, so I don't know. I mean, how to feel if about you that. want to put it to it, like they don't even count no, but you know, as a Philly school, I mean, we outside, we out in the that's on the true. Suburbs, that's so true. Like, it's not like he's giving somebody a Temple or St. Joe's or something like that. So, well, they suck. We've already established that. There's no one. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I think they want to. It's like yeah. there's no one good enough to get. It. <laughs> but nah, it just it just shows just um just all the work everybody puts in. I mean, just year by year and how Villanova develops. I mean, what's just, it what's it like playing for a coach that gives you the green light? Because like every college basketball coach, you watch all these games and guys are dribbling the ball at the floor and they're just staring at the bench like, can I dribble one more time, coach? Okay, okay. Now where do I pass it? I pass it here. Okay. And Villanova is like the one team where co- where coach writes like, no, nah, they'll figure it out. Like go out there. <laughs> You all have the green light. Just move the ball, shoot threes, and we'll win. We'll beat everybody. Like, what's it like playing for a guy like that? Um, just giving confidence in us. And the thing is, with him, offense probably is like the least thing he's concerned about because he knows he develops us and like with our coaching staffs and the managers and everybody. Like, we work out all the time, so he just knows what we're capable of, and he makes practice tough. He's more focused on defense, rebounding, playing hard, and everything. So, like, if you're doing that, then he's gonna give you some, and he's gonna give you green on the other end. So, like, you cannot be doing nothing on that other end and think and expect that you're gonna get the green light. So, it's not gonna work like mm-hmm. that. So, it's just he doesn't really care too much offensively, just like as much as defensively, because you know defense wins games, wins championships. So he knows that we're all talented. He just goes, all right, put it together on the other end, and then y'all can play out there so uh which is we're like okay bet let's get stops and then we play our <laughs> ball another so like it's just uh mm-hmm. i mean it's just you know just people got other schools where like you said you know they have to look this and that we just i mean i'm grateful that i went to that school and I had coaches like that there you have it well lock it in we appreciate you coming on mikhail bridges uh keep shining in phoenix we hope you don't get traded we hope nothing that we said today makes you get traded or get in trouble uh Villanova, a great school, a great institution, and uh, we appreciate you coming on the program, man. Thank you so much for joining us. Help me, help me get a Chipotle burrito card. I want that so badly. Uh, uh, I'm so try, jealous. Hopefully, <laughs> watch this. Hey, somebody watches this. All right, yeah, please, Chipotle. Thanks, man. See you. Yep.
Appreciate you guys. All right. Thank you to Mikel Bridges for coming on, Tate. I'm going to say this. Uh, Villanova guys are way too nice. I don't mm-hmm. like it. it. It makes it more frustrating that they win titles because um, where I'm from, being nice is how you lose. And yet they're really nice. I tried to get Jalen Brunson to talk that smack. He didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, tried to get Mikhail to do it. He, he, he didn't want any part of that. In fact, even when we brought up the thing about Devin Booker, and I'm like, hey, do you talk crap to Devin Booker? He's like, yo, that team could have beat us. <laughs> yeah it's it. very it's very unfortunate like uh when you think about the 2016 title game it's like uh i would rather have been blown out by 40 points than have a shot like a three-point shot at the end of that game but it's another thing to have a, a three-point shot to a team that like, like you said is very nice and very you know like mm-hmm. man you guys played your hearts out what a, what a great competition what a great game it's, it's kind of like how you feel like I, I see people get upset about stephen curry you know like they're like i just don't like the guy i don't know why i'm like why would you not like him he's so nice and but it's the same thing at Villanova. You're like, I can, I can feel it. I can feel the condescension and, oh, we're sorry. Yeah. We, we just won had two out of three titles. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I, I didn't know. I didn't know that would hurt your feelings. I just you don't, do yeah. You don't want the guy looking you in the eye saying, I'm so sorry. I have to do this. You played like, a great game. You're like, I just heart. be terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be, be anyway, uh, he's he's awesome. I I I'm a big Mikael Bridges fan. After that, I was always a Mikael Bridges fan. That's what we said. We were always on his bandwagon, and uh, I don't know. I I think I'm gonna put the rivalry to bed. I think that the Brunson versus Bridges thing. I think it's officially dead. Um, because neither one of them care. I can't care more than both of them combined. That doesn't make any sense. So the best thing is that they both didn't like defer and pick Dante Divincenzo. You know, yeah. it was it wasn't like yeah. both of them got on here and they're like, you know what, Dante, he's the best yeah. player. They both were like, yeah. oh, Omari yeah. Spellman, Jalen, Jalen's the guy. You know, yeah. oh, Mikael's the guy. And yeah. the fact that Mikael's like, yeah, my Big East tournament trophy. That's what I hold up against Jalen. I'm like, why? why, why even do that to yourself? Don't do that. Uh, yeah, but you, that was you know what you should hold up, Mikael, is you were the number ten pick and Jalen was second round. So just rub that yeah. in his face. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right, Tate, let's wrap this thing up. Uh, Shout-outs, closeouts, what do you got? Well, here we are. We are here again. We are at the end of uh, you know another episode in this quarantine. And I just want to shout-out uh, all the people out there that went on their phone, uh, they went on Twitter, they made a Twitter, they did whatever they had to do, and they said to themselves, you know what, I'm going to vote for Lehigh because I think mm-hmm. it's the right thing to do uh, because we need something to galvanize us to come together. And uh, I just wanted to shout-out to all those people that, that were brave enough to go out there and vote. Um, we need to support people that go out and vote. And uh, thank you to all those Lehigh fans because uh, it was needed in this time of crisis. That's fantastic to to, to see America come together. And uh, it's a very divisive time uh, mm-hmm. just because, you know, everyone is just on edge and they're yelling at everyone else. Are you doing enough? Mm-hmm. Are you, are mm-hmm. you, are you part of the problem, Tate? Or are mm-hmm. you flattening the curve? This is, it's just a very mm-hmm. testy time out there. And the one thing we can all agree on is it, it seems mm-hmm. is that everybody hates Duke and mm-hmm. that's a, uh, very encouraging to see America rally together. You're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Hashtag flatten the turds. <laughs> uh, I want to, I want to do a couple UCLA shout outs. First of all, today, mm-hmm. Johnny Juzang, uh, who's transferred, who announced he was transferred from Kentucky said he is transferring back home to UCLA. He's a, he's a kid. He's an LA kid. Uh, you might remember Tate. This is a kid. Uh, he went to Harvard Westlake. He reclassified to go to Kentucky. He now is, is, committed to come back home to to play for McCronin. So basically like his senior year, he 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 skipped his senior year of, of high school to go to Lexington, Kentucky instead. Mm-hmm. All in all worked out okay, I guess. But now he's got to sit out of here coming to UCLA. And it's basically like he got to go to a basketball academy for a year. Like you said, he got to go to Cal's Academy. Cal mm-hmm. was tweeting today, basically like talked to Johnny on the phone last night. He's really excited about going back home to LA. He even said in his little press clipping that it was his dream uh, after watching the Lonzo Ball years to play at UCLA, which 
I have to ask the question, Mark Dennis, if it was your dream, why didn't you just go to UCLA? Uh, which I don't, I don't know, but I'm excited. I always find it fascinating. Back. I remember this kid, uh, his, uh, his second team, I don't even really follow the recruiting. So the fact that I remember this says a lot I remember his second pick was Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, so does Virginia just not have scholarships? Does Virginia not want them anymore? Like what happened? I'm always fascinated by that. Where like guys narrow it down to two, you pick one, like the same thing with like DJ Carden. He's transferred from Ohio state. I think Indiana was – he was down to, like, Indiana and Michigan and Ohio State. So wouldn't you assume that, like, Michigan and Indiana would be as two – but no, that's not how it works. A lot changes one year. A lot changes a year. As, as we said on the last episode, we were judging a dunk contest uh, about a year ago uh, with Dalvin Cook, and now look where we are. We're talking we're, about yeah. – we're making, we're making <laughs> up top five lists. Uh, you have a mustache, <laughs> and, uh, and we're just trying to survive out here. Like You're this. growing out the fro. Look at this. <laughs> Oh, uh, this is fantastic. Uh, the other UCLA shout out is, is Johnny Juzang is going to play for a man who one year ago <laughs> was hired on this day team. One year ago, uh, Mick Cronin was, was hired to be the UCLA head basketball coach where some say he remains to de- to this day. He remains the UCLA men's heads basketball coach. So shout out to Mick Cronin. A friend of the program, McCronin, came on the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, officially a friend of the program. And we should also point out, I think there's a rumor based on what the UCLA Bruin message boards are saying that they could get an Ohio State transfer, a.k.a. Luther Muhammad. Maybe he comes out here to L.A. Uh, and joins UCLA. And then we get Johnny Juzang and Luther Muhammad. Those are two very strong names. Are you really hearing this? this the, that's what the Bruins are saying. That's what they the said, sources are saying? That's what the, the eyes emojis were saying. Uh, <sighs> so that's something to point out. I emo- we should have a segment called I emoji. Mm-hmm. Just- I, I emoji point down or up. <laughs> dude, you decide. Dude, Chris Max tweet saying day seven of quarantine deserves an I emoji. Mm-hmm. Deserves multiple I emojis. Day seven of quarantine. Because because you know what it means that based on the math he started his quarantine on April Fool's Day. That's what's even more <laughs> ridiculous. That's even that's more egregious. I don't like that. That's not good. That's not good for Louisville basketball. And, and Louis, uh, speaking of shout-outs, shout-out to Jay Scrub, which is uh, he's going to change the whole idea. When, when usually you say someone's a scrub, obviously they're not very good at basketball. Jay Scrub is a six foot six point guard who is a JUCO guy who is very good at basketball. He says, I'm not going to Louisville. I'm going straight to the NBA. Um, mm-hmm. So that's another big L for Louisville, unfortunately. So Wait, how does that work? Uh, he basically was like, I signed with an agent, and I'm going to the NBA. And uh, they were like, Okay, I guess. <laughs> okay, I guess. Good luck. Good luck. Is it, is it, did, did he like go to some? He do a year of prep school or he something. He was Juke. Right he now? was Juco. Oh, he went Juco. to Juco. Yeah, okay. he was supposed to get into Louisville last year. You. Had some grade problems. Went to Juco. Was going. He had to grade problems for Louisville. Oh my god! <laughs> wow, the Louisville Listen, fans are loving to, this segment. Yeah, this I don't is, want to judge the guy too much, but my god, you can't get into Louisville. Man. Jay Scrub, remember the name. Um, guy's good. Uh, so I just did the uh, the Johnny Juzang thing uh, going to UCLA. You said he is Cal's guy. You know, mm. Cal, Coach Cal was on the phone with him, mm-hmm. wishing him luck, all that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the OG Kyle's guy. Um, mm. Our if you're new to the program, we used to do a segment on the old iteration where we would just rip through like all these guys. It it <laughs> it, 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 it started as a segment. It turned into a full blown episode. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and and we we would live, we would give out Kyle's guys. We do a Kyle guy update where we just mm-hmm. talk about what Kyle guy has going on in his life. And then we would do a Kyle's guy update where our producer Kyle Crichton, um, aka nephew Kyle, nephew he would Kyle. we would yeah. ask him. He doesn't follow college basketball like really at all except for producing our show. So we would ask him like, who has entered your purview in the college basketball world? What mm-hmm. names are you hearing out there? Whatever. And the first name, the first ever iteration of Kyle's guy, I believe, was Lamine Janae, is mm-hmm. how you pronounce his name. 
mm-hmm. uh, a kid from Cal State Northridge. We went to the Pepperdine Cal State Northridge game. Kyle went with us and he fell in love with this kid. And he's like, this guy has got to be NBA bound. I'm, I'm buying all the stock. I love this mm-hmm. guy. I don't know anything about college basketball, but that guy can hoop. And he wasn't completely wrong. And then, um, as the year progressed, we kept doing the Kyle's guy segment. We we're like, Kyle, who do you got for us? Who's your guy of the week? And surprise, surprise, Kyle like would never have any guy. And it slowly turned into like, he would just, Basically, Google Lamine Janae's stats for the week. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or Remy Martin. It was Remy yeah, Martin, Martin, Arizona <laughs> State, or Lamine Janae, and that's all we could get out. We're like, all right, Remy Martin, still playing in the And back. Remy Martin was an accident. Like, he said Remy Martin because <laughs> it was his name on the liquor, and then we were like, oh, from Arizona State. He's like, yeah, Arizona State? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah they drink that in Tempe. Yeah. Because then, then the next week he tried Jack Daniels and we were like, Kyle, we see what you're doing here. You <laughs> yeah, um, yes. Evan so, Williams. Evan Williams did not have a good game last night. Uh, uh, anyway, that's, that's a long-winded way of leading to Lamine Jeanette Tate has declared for the NBA draft. And mm. I think if you're, if you're cool with it, I want to call Kyle. I want to have Kyle on the show. I believe like the fact that we're talking about Lamine Jeanette, he, he's, he is leaving Cal State Northridge. He's going to the NBA and the fact that we're talking about him and Kyle's not here just doesn't feel right. So I think we should try to call Kyle. Let's do it. I mean, yeah. Let's do it. Let's call uh, him. <laughs> yeah, this is what Zoom is for. This is what quarantine is for. I, I, let me guess. Is he at home? I'm guessing he's at home. I'm <laughs> guessing he has some free time. I'm guessing he's going to have to pause his Nintendo Switch, whatever game he's playing. Hello? Hey, there he is. <laughs> Kyle. What are you up to, buddy? Oh, I hear Titus and I hear a take giggle. Yes. Is this an ambush? Yes. It is an ambush. <laughs> of sorts. <laughs> not, not an ambush. Not an ambush. Just a, a check-in. It's a quarantine check-in. This is, this is all fair. You son of a bitch, I'm in. Kyle, <laughs> we're, we're just checking in, making sure you're okay. Listen, we're doing we're, – we're, we're wrapping up the show right now, and we're talking about Lamine Jadini oh, going, going to the NBA, and it just didn't feel right to be talking about him without you. Uh, it, 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 we had to call you, and we had to get your thoughts on your guy, the original Kyle's guy, mm-hmm. and who then turned into the only Kyle's guy by the, by the end of the uh, – The best one, yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts? He's going to the NBA, Kyle. So, that, so you texted me the other day, and I was like, holy shit, he declared for the draft. Uh, I guess I, my first question is, is he going to get drafted? Eh. Yes, yes, Kyle. Sure, Unequivocally, not. yes. There's not going to be a draft. There's not yes. going to be a world. Where... Exactly. That, that, those are the rules. If there <laughs> is no draft, then he can get drafted. Yes. Oh, yeah. He's not even testing the waters, Kyle. He is basically like, this is the end of my career at, at, at CSUN, uh, and I'm moving on, which is why he's, it's the end of an era. That's he said, I tried one year of college basketball without having Kyle Crichton talk about me all the time. I just, it's just not worth it. I can't do it anymore. I need, I need Kyle chiming in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it was he was incredible for me, I think, as I was for him, honestly, because I mean, you know, the joke of Kyle's guy was um, who's the who's this like dude that everybody knows about that Kyle's just, you know, gullibly finding out about. And it was like that guy was actually like nobody talked about him. And he was like, just obviously the best guy in the court. And that CSUN game we went to it was awesome. So uh, this is this has been great. So you really think you think he, no, no G League? You think this is NBA draft? Kyle, who knows? I don't know, but what I need from you is like, like he's he's talented, but he's I, I the draft sucks this year, so who knows? He he's not gonna he's not gonna be like a first round guy if that's what you're asking. He might get drafted late second round, but um, what I need from you that'd be great for me. Got to get in Bill's ear and convince him that like this guy is a, a diamond in the rough. And 
I could probably do it. Yeah, the, the NBA draft, the lead up to the draft, I need to hear Bill like just start talking about some sleepers and mention Lamine Janae. Yeah. That's a great sleeper. That's a great sleeper. I'll be useful yeah. for once. That's well, awesome. Yeah, Lamine, <laughs> Lamine Diane is yeah. going to be the hottest name uh, all over the internet. Purposely, yeah, set him up. Throw him under the bus. Purposely set him up to mispronounce his name. Say Lamine Diane. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we had it wrong for the first like eight months. I think. Yeah, no, we we still probably have it wrong, honestly. Uh, uh, what are you uh, <laughs> What are you up to, buddy? How's the, how's the quarantine treating you? Tell the people how you're doing. Um, there's you know there's little silver linings here and there. Um, a couple like a month or two ago, I bought um I was in Ross and I saw a pair of uh, sweatpants, Mark Echo sweatpants, that were like seemed like a misprint or something, and I bought them off principle. And I've been wearing them like every day because I, I didn't think I could get away with like walking around so I'm like just chilling in these Mark Echo sweatpants. So that's like that's stuff that's little things that make me really happy, you know. Yeah, there you go. For, video games. for people that don't know or are new to the to the podcast, uh we just have to say, Kyle, you dress like Sean Paul the rapper from two thousand four to this day. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like you wear Echo, like like it's not fair. Yeah, no, it's it's Sean Paul jeans. Like it's all fresh. I love it. Oh, do you own a pair I bought a, I bought a vintage G in a shirt too. Like <laughs> I was about to oh my god. I was about to ask you, dude, do you you own G unit anything because I own a pair of G unit. <laughs> I bought one retroactively, yeah. <laughs> I was given a pair of G unit shoes when I was uh, playing AAU in high school and I never once wore them because even I, I had I had some pretty bad fashion choices back then. I would just fall in line with a lot of the stuff I was oh, given. So you thought G unit was too far back then? Yeah, even, huh? the, back then I remember getting those. I was like, <laughs> I would wear anything I was given. And even I looked at those and I was like, because I feel like we had conversations where you were like, I was a long T guy as well. Oh, I was a big T. Yeah, because I I wore I wore double X uh, when I was in like ninth grade, and now I wear like medium or large depending on <laughs> how big it runs. Um, but yeah, they they would give me double X everything, and I would just wear. I I pulled out my uh, old shorts from the 07 Final Four run and uh, my game shorts, and they go down to basically my ankles. It's unbelievable. Oh yeah, I would wear anything oh, yeah. I was given, but I would not wear the G Unit shoes. No, I I would. I, that's, that's a shame. I think you missed out because you can't wear them now, and you really should have been a part of that. How's the uh, How's the car treating you? The Mustang. It's good. I mean, it's convertible in the rain. You know, it is what it is. But I'm getting 15 miles to the gallon, so that's that's incredible. Kyle, how fortunate, like timing-wise, can you say, like you, like, because for people that don't know, we used to produce shows together. Kyle used to take the bus in every single day, and obviously during this whole thing, I mean, that would have been detrimental. And you get the Mustang basically like two months before all this happens. What, what a blessing! What a destiny! What, what a moment of destiny! Well, also, you know, the bus. I was pretty given up on the bus because it was driving me insane, and I yes. was doing those bikes. And you think like that's like a one way to spread a virus, probably yes. would be yes. getting on a communal bike that's better. I mean. You know, yes. <laughs> Some guy was hoarding last night in camp or something, you know. So I, I, uh, I'm, I'm glad that's not a, a thing anymore. I love it. Oh man, I do miss the morning ride to work. That was that was nice. Yeah, real wake up call. Yeah, good scoot in. Well, um, we just <laughs> we, me. we we <laughs> we had to get the uh, we had to get the scoop. Your thoughts on your your little Lamine Janae whisperer and we had to uh we had to check in on you and i think well i mean he's gotta look good right he won yeah. that conference like twice right he won player of the conference yep. like twice, like multiple awards it's like if there's people who aren't looking right just like think about a guy who didn't watch any of this and it's just like hey like that's a name he's gonna see right because he's just got these awards he's the only uh mul- multiple uh player of the year in any conference in college basketball i don't know if that's actually true but again you should tell bill that and try to get him. no definitely true definitely true <laughs> is it true is, do you actually know that to be true kyle you see how easy that is you see how yeah. easy that is? you just you believe me i Boom. can't build it no problem bada bing bada boom oh uh, you got it down all right uh thanks for answering good to talk to you buddy um 
Yeah, thanks for having uh, me. You guys do... are getting me in trouble even uh, even now. Uh, oh, <laughs> all out of love, Kyle. Always out of love. Kyle, um, yeah, of course. It always was. When when all this blows over, uh, you're taking us all out to dinner and using some of that Spotify money. We uh, we, <laughs> we gotta get we gotta get in on that. We missed we missed the boat on that. So you you owe us. We'll 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 set all that up. We'll square that up. <laughs> yeah, g- give us your Great, give yeah, us your boat. Send me an invoice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, buddy. <laughs> See ya. All right, guys. Take it easy. We just got Kyle fired, Tate. I think mm-hmm. that's uh, mm-hmm. I think that's a fair assumption, but that's okay. It was worth it. Good to hear Kyle's voice. Good to good to hear the three of us together again. I wanted to do like honestly, I would love to have him on just do like a full episode where we do quarantine content because yeah, that, that, that's what I really want to do is just like yeah. throw out hypotheticals and dumb shit like I used to because he he's always game for that. He's always got thoughts on like I wanted to I wanted to talk to him about trying to be a boat guy, and I'm sure he had a lot of thoughts on it, but. Uh, well, he is a boat guy because, like you said, with yeah. all that money, he has bought a boat. He is yes. on a boat. He is safe right now, and uh, that's good news. That's I could sense want. the fear in his voice that that he is uh, going to be fired. So I was like, "All right, we'll, 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 <laughs> yeah, we'll oh, hang, we'll, hang we'll, up the phone. We'll, hang we'll up the phone." Yeah. I, I see what's happening here. All right, all right. Any other shout outs? What else we got? Is that it? Honestly, honestly, I think that we got it all. I just want to shout out again uh, to all the people out there. It took 140 games for a 16 seed to lose to a one seed, uh, or for a 16 seed to beat a one seed, for a one seed to lose to a 16 seed. 140 games happened in the first round of the Ultimate Fan Bracket. Go vote. Make history happen. Be a part of history. That's my last shout out. That's I want to shout out. I had a couple more. Uh, Nico Mannion, my guy. <laughs> Nico Nation was not as strong as I thought it was going to be this year, but uh, you know we still wish him well, and we were still the, mm-hmm. you know, I I thought Nico Nation was going to be a world superpower. It was not. It was like kind of in the end, Nico Nation. It was still good, but not a superpower. It was like, mm-hmm. what country is Nico be? Uh, like Denmark, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like you can't really. You don't really say anything bad about it, but it's like yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. kind of forgettable that was that was what nico nation ended up being <laughs> um declared for the draft uh congrats to him uh shout out to uh bob huggins who wants to start the wants to start next season with the ncaa tournament so huggy bear is doing all he can he's in denial like the rest of us he's like that we we cannot go a year without the ncaa tournament there's still hope there's a light at the end of the tunnel why don't we just why don't we just do it in maui why don't we just turn the maui invitational or make all the make all the preseason. I don't know what his plan actually was. I just read the headline because I'm an American and I don't have time to read articles. <laughs> but I, I read the headline that said Huggins wants to to do it at the start of the season. Why don't we just do um, all these preseason tournaments? Our our first and second round sites, right? And then Maui can be like the the final four. We do the final four in Maui to start the year, and then we play it over Thanksgiving. Boom! Genius. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like logistically <laughs> possible. That sounds like we yeah, can get see, <laughs> Yeah, people people would definitely get that. Once going. again, once again, I'm an American Tate. We don't actually like have to think about the logistics or anything. We just come up with an idea. We we convince ourselves it's a great idea, and then you stamp your feet and and lose your mind when like I don't understand why no one's following this. It's it's obvious. Just do it. Just give me money. Just give me money. I don't understand. Well, I was going to say for people that were people have been doing that, and that is work. Finally, Eddie Sutton is going to get in the Hall of Fame, and Rudy Tomjanovich is going to get in the Hall of Fame, and that's because those people have been stomping their feet for this long, and that's great. Put them in those the Hall of Fame. Those are my final. Yeah, my. Final uh, I want to shout out. Uh, um, uh, what's the opposite of a shout out? Call out. Mm, um, call out. Yeah. Homage made an NBA Jam T-shirt with me and Evan Turner on it, Tate, and they they put. Uh, First of all, the fact that they put us on the shirt together. I don't mind that because I, I think that's kind of funny. But they for my attributes, they had everything was red. There's a, a <laughs> glimmer of green that was on the speed category. Mm-hmm. And 
<laughs> I'm pissed because not because everything was red, but my three point shooting, like there's no world in which I'm faster than I am a better shooter. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I have like a little smidge. So of be green. consistent is what you're saying yeah. with the shirt. Yeah. I'm very, I'm very, I, they reached out to me about it and they were like, mm-hmm. do you care what we do with your stats? I was like, I don't really care. Do whatever you want. Like it, it's, I, I don't want to be the guy that's like getting upset about what his attributes say. And then the moment I saw the graphic, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> <How dare> you? <laughs> you're like, I am that, I am that guy now. I'm the yeah. attributes guy. You were the NBA player that looks at his 2k stats and he's like, are you kidding me? I told, them, I told them <laughs> I wanted three pointers all the way up. I wanted it for dunks just to say yes. I didn't want I didn't want any slide or whatever, just to say yes for dunks and then defense put in a non applicable. Mm-hmm. That's that's what yes. I want. That was the dream, but they did all red. So uh, anyway, you can go buy that if you want or don't. Go, I don't care. Go go buy that t shirt. Uh, support Mark Titus and also be just sure to comment. Go tweet it. Just go tell, say he's yeah. a better shooter than runner. Yeah. Tell tell homage to to redo the graphic. Say you're not yeah. gonna buy it until they redo the graphic. Uh, all right. The last thing we have to address, Tate. We we promised the people that this show we would have a TNT classic lined up. Have we settled on a game? Because we we have not really off air settled. So like, we we should probably settle on a game, right? Let's on air settle. Let's settle it. Because uh, I think, I'll just I defer think you. Honestly, game. like if you have a game that you want, I'll fall in line probably, unless it's bad pick <laughs> okay so here we go uh we're gonna go first round matchup uh lehigh versus duke 2012 <laughs> uh no i'm kidding uh here we go uh i think for 2003 this is a time this is a watershed moment for college basketball this is the time when we got nick Kyles and kurt heinrich uh you know with kansas jayhawks with roy williams roy williams trying to get the monkey off his back get his first title uh same with jim Beheim in 2003 going against the syracuse orange i love that game i love the carmelo one and done introduction into college basketball to say like there's someone that's so talented that could be with a great coach and make the title run and actually win. Uh, Carmelo did that. So that's my pitch. The 03 title game. Syracuse that's a great pick. Versus Kansas. I love that pick. Uh, and I think we should, I, I'm down with that. I, I'm, I'm good for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for people that think that's a biased pick for me, always remember Roy Williams said, and I quote, I don't give a shit about North Carolina. He did say uh, that. He did yeah. say that. Yeah. He did say that. Uh, uh, he went to North Carolina a couple months later, but before who was that, that too? Was that Tracy Wolfson? He said that too. Yes, yes. It's Tracy Wolfson. Like mm-hmm. Tracy, I know you got a job to do. I know, and I respect your job. I do. Mm-hmm. I really respect. Mm-hmm. I really it. respect I, it. I think but I don't give hard. a shit about North Carolina. <laughs> but goddamn it, you can kiss my ass, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> you get that bullshit out of my face. All right. <laughs> and then three days later, Roy yeah. Williams, new head coach, in North Carolina. North Carolina. Tracy, I don't know where that's coming from. All these rumors about me going to Carolina. Yeah. Huh? 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 <laughs> what are you talking about? Was that the original literary? Yeah, that was yeah, that was that was the original. Huh? Except for it was more huh? direct. Uh poor Dana. Poor Dana got the uh, worst version of that. All right, I like it. I I if if you were gonna put it on my shoulders, I was probably gonna pitch the twenty fourteen Kentucky Wichita State game, which we could still do later, I guess. But um I like the O three. I like O three uh Q's. It's the first national title game we've done, right? We've only mm-hmm. we've never even done a final four game. We've done mm-hmm. the lead eight Arizona uh Illinois, and we've done the Sweet 16 IU Duke. So, yeah, we're, let's just do a national title game. Let's do it. Um, I'm down. Lock it in. Yeah, watch the game or don't. Maybe maybe sometimes – I don't know what the strategy is. Some some people maybe want to listen to the podcast first and then go watch the game. Or you can do both. I don't know. We're in quarantine. You have nothing but free time. <laughs> yeah, 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 figure it out. You can you can, you can find well, like three hours of time. Yeah. You can figure it out. Well, watch the watch. game five times and then listen to the, I don't know. Do whatever you want. Oh, that's the Tweet show. Tweet at Carmelo Anthony. Tweet at Nick Collison. <laughs> Tweet at Kirk Heinrich. I don't know. Do everything. Do whatever you want. That's the show. Thank you to Mikhail Bridges for coming on. Thank you to Kyle Crichton for answering our phone call. And uh, hopefully Kyle keeps his job. Um, yeah. 
fingers crossed. Thoughts and prayers go out to him for that. Uh, thank you guys for listening and sticking around. We'll be back next week. Peace. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. That's right, going away, gone as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening wherever you listen.